You want to help me with Luciana? Are you serious? This is something we have to do. You said you don't even know this guy. And I'll be honest with you, we've been... We've been doing this for a while, this helping people. And we haven't had a whole lot of luck. What does that mean? Everyone's either dead, missing, or don't want to be found. Logan, his people, they're the first who do. Welcome to Fear Me. Hi, I'm Kim. Stuart. And Scott. Welcome to the Fear Me podcast. This is episode 144. Wow. Welcome back, guys. Yeah, after two months hiatus. (laughs) It's great to be here. It's great to be here. How are you guys doing? We're good. Alive. And it's summer. May was a total blur, so I'm really glad we didn't have to record during May because, like, Hell yes. All the end of school stuff and sports and Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Absolute nightmare. Absolute and nightmare. beach yes. trip and all that other stuff too, right? And then the, the week of stew, which turned out to be the week of moving, right? Yeah, the week of, of helping a friend moving. Uh, yeah. and, and right when all our nice hot temperatures got here, it was like 98 degrees and nice. moving in the middle of the day. Excellent timing. Yeah, it was perfect. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. perfect. And um, now it's cold. And that, no, it's not cold. It's just yeah. I mean, it was but it was so hot, ridiculously hot that now it's yeah. like moderate. I mean, our normal highs here are at this time of year. The average high is like eighty three, eighty four, whatever. And we were getting ninety five, ninety nine. Yes, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it was, was awful. It was horrible. We I were mean, in we Florida. Were, yeah. Oh, even worse. And yeah, it exactly. It doesn't worse. matter what temperature it is. It's just awful. Yeah, it's just Florida. I got. Sunburn the very first day, and the rest of the week when I would walk out of the house, it felt like my skin was about to burst into You don't place. actually have to admit to people that you did that. I was very neglectful. Yeah, with mm-hmm. all the kids. All they of were my out children. There. Well, you guys were out for like six, we're, seven hours? Yeah, six. Brilliant. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> they were red. <laughs> red. Oh, you but did But you know it what? We had fun doing it. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. We didn't have fun the rest of the week. I was going to say, oh my <laughs> but god! But that day was awesome. <laughs> wow, it's a learning opportunity for the children. Well, we it we was. got we got smart on the first weekend. That I guess Memorial Day weekend was the first weekend we really got slammed with heat because we got out of town. We went. Did to, you go to the mountains? No, we went to New York City. Oh, that's right. And spent one glorious sunny Saturday, eighty degrees in Central Park. Mm-hmm. Wow, perfect, perfect, so nice. Oh. What were you up there for? Uh, for fun. Oh, oh, you do that. That's different. You, you yeah. do fun. Yeah, huh. do fun. We do fun sometimes. I don't like to share that with too many people. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, I got to it knock just off makes some me bucket more list depressed. stuff. I got to knock off some bucket list stuff that like I wanted what? to do. Um, the big one I wanted to. I've always wanted to go see Van Gogh's Starry Night, and mm-hmm. I finally got to go see that, and it just knocked me out. It was fantastic. That's cool. That's yep. very cool. Well, good for you. Yeah. Yep. And so, I'm jealous. Sorry. And again, still quite depressed. Yes. Well, let's let's talk about our beer then. <laughs> you can drown your sorrows. <laughs> what are you guys drinking? 
I am drinking the original Augie's Ale. Oh, nice. Beer the Walking Dead in honor of coming back to our Fear the Walking Dead, which I was glad to see that the uh, it made a little guest appearance on this episode. Yep. It did, but yep. it sounded like it was swilly. Yes, yeah, swilly and tasted like vinegar. Well, we got to see, but we got to see, um, what was his name? What was the brewer's name? Anyway, we saw his picture, though, on yep. a magazine on the wall showing his Augie's Ale. Oh, uh, yes, the, the brewer, right, um, poster. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this one again had been. Uh, I think we had talked about it on one of the uh, during one of the Walking Dead episodes, but mm-hmm. um, is actually brewed by Wicked Weed, and uh, was put out by the show in honor <laughs> of Augie's Ale. Yeah, so. very cool. And it is. It's very good, mm-hmm. and it has a uh, red grapefruit and agave. It's you know a little citrusy flavor to it, but it's a good IPA. Yeah. So yeah, it's not bad. Again, again, probably nothing like what he described. Making his ale. Probably it's not. Okay. And I don't think they used urine in it like he did. So Yeah, no. <laughs> so this right. is... Yeah. So yeah don't ruin it for there. me, buddy. Kimmy, what are you drinking? So I picked up a beer down in Florida while I was there, and it's <gasps> called Diver Down. It's by Brew Hub. It's an imperial red ale. Oh, my. It is uh, very sweet. Uh, it's not my favorite. And pretty potent. Very potent. Extremely strong. I think mm-hmm. it's like an 8% or something. It's 8%, yeah. Yeah, 8. Yeah. Yep. When, um, you, when you drink a six-pack of this and you don't show up mm-hmm. back where you live, yeah. that's the term they use. They say, diver down. Yep. <laughs> diver down, diver down. I could possibly be down after one. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I You know, the what you did with that uh, D9 beer that time that had the 13. <laughs> oh, True. yes. I don't think that's going to... That's not going to rate the same. I survived that one. This one, though, doesn't go down as easily. It really doesn't. It's going to take me a while to finish this one. It's thick. It's like really, really sugary and thick. Very, very uh, alcoholy tasting. Yeah, Yeah, it makes you want to smack your lips. It tastes like... uh, (laughs) Like, just get it off. Like, mm. No, what was that? Um, (laughs) Not not Red Wolf, but it was one of those red beers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Red Oak. From when we were younger? Yes. Red Oak? When the red beers were, like, really popular. Oh, God, those things are terrible. Mm -hmm. It kind of has that. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I guess the message is avoid Diver Down. Yeah. Yeah. Diver Down. Two thumbs down for Diver Down. But it might make him more entertaining tonight. It might. And it (laughs) might not. What do you got, Scott? I am drinking a beer from Southern Tier Brewery, which uh, they've opened a new brewery here, um, tap room and so forth. They're from Lake Lakewood, New York, though. Ah, um, uh, right, right, right. And this that is one, that one always threw me by the name. Yeah, yeah, it's very weird. Um, but this is a it's called Swipe Light. It's a light ale. It's 110 calories because I am trying to watch my girlish figure. <laughs> and it's called a refreshing ale. Are you supposed to drink it while you're dating? I'm supposed to drink it while I drink. <laughs> okay. It's good, though. It's, it's good, though. I mean, seriously, I've had a couple of uh, light beers that some of the craft breweries have tried to make, and usually they're not real They're not real good. This one's actually pretty... This one's a pretty nice one. It's definitely a lighter beer, but, um, but it's still got a nice crisp ale taste to it with okay. a little bit of citrus. So it'd be good for, like, when you're playing croquet. It'd be good when you're out playing golf, baby. Uh, lawn darts. Lawn darts, yes. Horseshoes, uh, rifles. 
rifle shooting. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're here to help, so... <laughs> we're here to help with what? Not, not any of the things I just mentioned. Well, we're going to talk about the first episode, Fear the Walking Dead, season five now, episode one, here mm-hmm. to help. Yep, here to help. What'd you think, Kim? Eh. Yeah? <laughs> really? Uh, yeah. I mean, it was good. It was not horrible. There was a lot of really cool questions that came up that I'm very excited to explore. The story itself kind of left me going, what now? Hmm. And um, see, I think I was I was a problem there because I was watching it and I was like, "Oh come on!" Because the the convenience of how they killed off kind of the denim factory thing at the start kind of lost me, you know. Mm-hmm. Because it, well, I mean, through the whole episode, you know, it's like we left them off at the end of the last season, and it was like, okay, they just found Shangri La, right? Okay, and they're going to be able to go help people out and all this kind of stuff. And in this first episode, they lose it all because of their own ignorance. Well, it's and obvious so, that they've been trying. They this is a good bit in the future from last season. It's two, the, two months. Is it two months? Yeah, I heard okay. four months. But oh, was still, it? okay. Well, it was, it was a few, a few months. months. Yeah. yeah, it was a few months in the future, and obviously nothing had been working out. Right. So, what I'm trying to say is, I don't mean to be stepping all over your comments, but I feel like <laughs> Which I. You are. I'm sorry. I, I feel like I soured your take on the episode you did a little bit okay yeah so i, I, just to put I that mean out i i had i had the same take i had the same okay. take it was um you know there was some fun aspects to it and so forth but there was you know what did i i i said at one point to myself you have to suspend your your belief on a lot of this stuff i mean now they've got your a disbelief. plane or your disbelief right yeah you, now they've got a plane and it just so happens al is a pilot Mm-hmm. And and so we're like, you know, okay, that's real convenient. Um, and no, so I guess I would have to accept that that plane would crash and no one would be killed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think even though the plane is like in pieces all over the place. <laughs> the thing that, and, and I'm going to let, I want Kim to finish saying what she was saying because I did interrupt what she was saying at the start there. But um, I, the thing that kind of killed it at the very start for me was how it led in because they were showing kind of the synopsis of last season. Mm-hmm. And they're all leaving in trucks from the denim factory, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you you have this actually very cool scene with the kids at the start, mm-hmm. which actually I thought the kids were great in the episode, but yeah. And then you see this plane coming in, and the entire time they're in this wreck sequence. I'm telling Kim, they weren't in that plane; they were in trucks. The plane, the other mm-hmm. people were in that plane. That plane must have hit them, and they're like, I was like, it just like. The sequence, not necessarily from the episode, but from them leading from the synopsis of last year into mm-hmm. this episode, kind of confused the situation to me. Yeah. So, and it might have just been because I, I get confused very easily. Well, they, they, you know, they also, they also, <laughs> they also did one of their party files again that we've criticized them for. The scene with the plane crashing is a very cool scene, but we've already seen it thirty times. Yep, yeah. because it's on every damn preview for the show. I mean, <laughs> why? You know, yeah. your, your best scene of the show, and you use it in all your previews. I know. I, I know. I, what's wrong with you, AMC? How did a full-size tree cut a walker in half, and the legs are still standing up? I like that part. I love that. I have tried to explain <laughs> that to you. 
He won't listen. It's like this l- large blunt object somehow cut well, no, the no, water. No, 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 it half. wasn't the tree that cut him off. It was the piece of metal from the plane. Ah, uh, maybe. That cut him in half. There was a big piece of metal sitting next to him. But still, the legs would still be standing up for like a few seconds. They kept and walking. And then it would they tumble kept, over. They took a couple steps. Miner- Minertia. Uh, inertia. <laughs> Is that My one of the Greek Minertia. goddesses? God. I was thinking Minerva. <laughs> Lord have mercy. <laughs> Oh, my. Minertia gave it momentum. <laughs> Kim, I'm not even going to, you know, I'm not, I don't think we even need to go into that because we've already suspended disbelief on so many other things in these scenes. Yeah. <laughs> it really well, doesn't matter. It was done for effect. Did you, a- after 20 minutes of me completely running over everything you said, did you have anything else you wanted to say? <laughs> I mean, well, I just wanted to explain a little bit that I really liked this episode. It was, it was it was a good episode. It was not horrible, but some of the story, like you said, just didn't match with what we were expecting, I guess, where we left off from last year. The fact that they killed the storyline from last year so fast. Now, I'm not saying it's over, though. There, no, I think no, there it's, might not, be some it's more. not close to over. That The whole mill mm. thing is still in play. Yeah. That's not going anywhere. Um, But anyways, it wasn't what I was expecting. However, I'm extremely excited to hear more about the guys in the crazy suits. Right. uh, With the wires hanging out and how that could be related to The Walking Dead. And I'm excited that Daniel's back. Yeah. And we're excited that we saw that the guys that are um, in those weird suits are with the same organization that stole Rick. That's what I just said. Yeah. Oh, did you? But how? But uh, how do we know they stole Rick? Wow, well, that's what I'm trying to figure. Out. I, like they I've rescued heard Rick. R- rumors, Whatever. like because we never really after Rick was gone, we never saw those symbols, right? Right. We saw them what on a because helicopter on the helicopter, yeah, and on yeah. the supplies that Jadis was using. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we know there is some connection with The Walking Dead, but we're not really quite sure about is it is it something to do with Rick or Jadis. Or even Maggie, mm-hmm. probably not. No, but I don't think so with Maggie. And the the symbol is curiously looks like a biohazard slash radiation mm-hmm. type symbol. Yeah, more, exactly. More biohazard, but we're seeing radiation signs everywhere. The other thing that really disappointed me in this episode, I, I agree with you, Kim. There were some good parts of the episode that I enjoyed, and the first time through when I watched it, um, most of it I had fun with. But, man, they missed such a great opportunity to get rid of Lucy, Luciana. Oh, I know. I mean, God, you could have given her the death, that a nice the death going death out, mail. being on a rescue mission and dying. Yeah. In so we don't have to have that annoying as shit character on this show anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I was pulling for Luciana. Oh, on my this one. God. Are you kidding I me? I mean, every single thing they did to her, she should have been dead. See, I now I hope that she's the only one left at the end of all this, Scott. <laughs> I'm sure you do. You contrarian you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all right. Do y'all have any other comments I enjoy about your pain. what you thought about the episode? <laughs> uh, I Well, I mean, all in all, I liked the episode. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. it was, I thought it was really entertaining. I'm happy it's back. I'm happy the story's back. I... Um, I don't them them being really quick about um, taking back the denim factory bothered me in how it was uh, executed. Yeah, executed. But I 
I don't necessarily think I needed to know everything that happened during that two two or four months that it yeah, was. Yeah, so. I mean, I'm not I'm not as hung up on the the mill thing as you are. I mean, it's still going to be a main part of the story. They're going to take it back. I was real had to happy to see Matt Fewer on there, wow. the actor. Oh, he's great, Max Headroom. Oh, yeah, he's fantastic. I always love that guy. Um, Were you I hoping that never... like he would actually do a Max Headroom thing? I hope so. Okay. I would have never known that was him unless Stuart hadn't told me. Really? God, I I knew it as soon as he, I even could tell it was him. I don't know why I could tell if it was him when his back was turned to us and he was. Yeah. Well, they've got Max it. Headroom. And they've got uh, what's her name from Mad TV. Now all they need yeah. is like Pee Wee Herman on there. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Oh, and I've heard he's doing more serious stuff, Paul Rubin. Maybe Cherry. You mean other than staying in the back of uh, back of theaters? <laughs> oh, got to go there, huh? Uh, I got to go there. Hey, uh, I will say this though: I watched Tequila. I watched the episode again, probably I guess about an hour or so ago, and uh, when we got to the point where Morgan and um, Alicia were having that discussion outside. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, she was angry and Morgan was trying to explain to her about, um, you know, why they're still going out here and trying to help people. And they owe they owe people for the bad stuff they did, did and so forth. I fell asleep. <laughs> I fell asleep. Were you drooling? I just was like, oh, my God, shut up. Well, <laughs> but I mean, I literally really did fall asleep for about 30 seconds. It's been a rough day, buddy. I that think was so long. That's kind of what got me, too, because we heard that same speech from various characters at least three times. Yeah. With June and John and then Luciana Morgan and the, in the kid. Van and then Morgan. And the, yeah. I, I, I actually was really, really getting tired of Morgan in this episode. I was, too. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, I was, too. Well, it was kind of like stop with the do good or crap. Well, it was this fight between it, it looked like a fight between Morgan and Alicia the whole time where she was just trying to convince him, OK, this isn't working. Like, why are we still doing this? Well, and yet, it's stupid because we're putting our lives in jeopardy. We just crashed a plane. Luciana almost died. Yeah. We never verified that this Logan guy was actually a real person in need. Yeah, I kept like kind of screaming at the screen about. <laughs> The kids are right. Like, yeah. listen to the kids. Well, not only like, that, why, John, what are you doing? John Dory was right when he said, I think we we have all the luck. He goes, yeah. we've yeah. done all this stuff and we crashed our plane and so forth like that. But we're still here. And I'm thinking, yeah, it's time to shut down. Right. Yeah. Get out while you're ahead. Yeah. I was like, wow, really? That's because you guys point. are the main characters on the show. That's so, why, John. <laughs> it wouldn't be much of a show, though, if they stopped trying to do things. And just and just sat there. Just sat there. And drank beer. But uh, I mean, yeah, that kind of goes. What we do. But Swirly that goes beer. towards. I mean, are <laughs> they are they going to wake up and not keep trying to do this because of what's going on? Because they've been taken advantage of so hugely, mm-hmm. so bigly, so bigly. <laughs> or um, is it going to work out for them this time? Is something going to happen where they actually end up helping people out where all this is actually going to be worthwhile? I think they will, in all honesty. I I do, too, because, I mean, one of the things that Alicia said was, my mom did not work this hard for us to still be here and us to just throw it all away. Yeah, that's true. And they did not work that hard for the same reasons. So I think they're still going to continue that mission. I think they all still believe in that mission. 
but they need to be smarter about it. That's the one thing I did have to keep reminding myself that that's right. Alicia's mom was selfless too. Right. Because I don't think Alicia generally wants to be following the same path, mm-hmm. but she's doing it because her mom would have been doing it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that was her stated intention at the end of last season is she needed to follow her mom's example. Um, right. So she, that's why she was pushing that way. Um, I, yeah, you know, it was kind of weird for me in this that, you know, there was a period of time that had taken place in between this. So we knew that the they had been trying to do this stuff. Yet there was still a lot of, a lot of you know, they'd been through already a ton of failure. There was still a lot of discussion of why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, I mean, I, I mean, they must be tired of having that argument by now. I mean, if they argued it three times that we saw in this one episode. <laughs> yeah, they're tired of having this argument, yet they're putting all their resources into following this this person that they've never met before, which well, is what the kids bring up is like, wait, you've never met this person? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but okay, put yourself in their situation too, right? Mm-hmm. They've tried this, so hard over the past four yeah. or so months to do this. Nothing has worked out. This is their last saving grace. So they're they're gonna they're putting all their eggs in one basket for this to to work. They they need it to work in order for their mission to succeed and to keep them motivated to continue doing what it is that they want to do. Otherwise, like they're burned out. I could totally see where they were burned yeah, out. But, yeah, but, but because but, they've tried so hard. Sure. But but Kim, I mean, here we are. This is Morgan and, and Alicia arguing about this thing again, and Morgan's still sticking to his guns. After they already found out that Logan was nothing, that Logan was a fake. And they're still having that discussion. I'm kind of like, why wouldn't you just give it up? Did they have that discussion after Logan was on the radio? Yeah. Didn't huh. they? When I don't that think so. Next? All I know is face when Logan came on and was like, we got a problem. And you could see in Morgan's face that he mm-hmm. was like, fuck. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to believe that you're getting ready to tell me that you're shysting us. Cause, yeah, because he was like, yeah. Cause, yeah, cause, exactly. Because Logan said something, I think we have a problem here. And he was like, yeah? Yeah. You know, like, really? Really? Yeah. We're doing that? Right. Right. Morgan did not want it to go there. No. <laughs> but uh, Alicia yeah. was like, fuck you. I knew something was wrong. Like, she could trust, she should yeah, have trusted her gut. I think we heard Morgan cussing this one for the first time, too. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, he said shit. He says, I'm tired of this shit. Yes, he did. Yep. He said that when he was talking to Alicia in the dark. See, I think Morgan more than anybody needed this to work. Yeah. He need mm-hmm. yeah, he needed oh, some course. proof that he needed some proof that it, there was some Still meaning in, in it. Yeah, because he had led them all this way. Yeah, that's this true. Is, he's the one who got them on this trip. I mean, he got he's the one who got Alicia thinking about what her mom did. Mm-hmm. You know? Alicia was had a hard hard on to kill everybody before then, and you know Morgan's the one who convinced her to to you know to think about where she's come from and so forth and and try to embrace other people because you remember when he ran into to uh, Alicia she was just out to kill everybody. Yep. So yeah, he's he's got all the stakes in this. Well, what do you think about the kids? I like the kids. Yeah, the kids were cool. I, except I really wanted to strangle the girl's neck for not answering the damn question. Me too. Just with the mystery talk? Really? Come on. I know. 
There is a time and a place, and this is not that's a, that's either. That's a 14-year-old girl or 12-year-old girl, and she's coming up with the mystery talk? Really? You mean when she says, oh, well, you'll see? Yeah. yeah. She yeah, yeah, yeah you, we'll see. Tell us now. We're putting like, our lives on. online. There's for a commercial you. break coming up. That is not something that, that is not something a kid would say. That's not something I know. a kid yeah, would say. Exactly. Kids are it was too, very, too it was, excited to reveal it. They would be like, oh, my God, very, let me tell you everything that I just saw. Bad delivery. Bad yeah. delivery. Or please help me because I'm scared to death. <laughs> that, whoever wrote that is not be, deal with kids because a kid would not be playing the mystery card there. Mm-mm. That little kid there, Dylan, yeah, he's, he he's was good. a cutie. Yeah, yes. I agree. He was a super cutie. And I loved how his glasses were all taped together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he actually yeah. reminded me of you when I see pictures of you as a kid. Well, at least the glasses. glasses, yes. Yeah. yeah, the glasses for sure. I used to break my glasses all the time. Yeah, Stu was and all taped too. together. Mm-hmm. But when he was talking to Luciana and she was telling him about, you know, what they have back at the denim factory and they were all talking about the movie night and stuff like that, which is very reminiscent of The Walking Dead's recent episodes, mm-hmm. which was actually kind of disappointing to me because mm-hmm. uh, we were rehashing all that. So, but when you could see his face just kind of like softening a little bit and he's like, like movie night, yeah, I could totally do a movie night. Let me, let me ask you though, how how long in the future is this after the after uh, the apocalypse? Oh, I have no idea anymore. <laughs> exactly. There's I mean, just so much it's years, that's happened. It's years after, right? Right. I would say at least three years. So that kid was pretty young when he when he would have seen a movie. Yeah. To recognize what the hell a movie is. Don't yes. you think he was probably like ten or so? No. Yeah. So he yeah. he would probably have been like, oh, he's like four. Eight. He'd probably be like four or so when yeah he would he would have he would have had a chance to see a movie. Maybe so. Maybe so. Yeah. It was funny how he said, "Well, what? Why do people need toys in the mm-hmm. apocalypse?" Right. Yeah, his innocence is starting to go away. Yeah, it was, it was just good that all those the kids were just questioning like all the things that I was questioning, like why, mm-hmm. why are you guys doing this still? Yep. And why are you doing it for somebody who you don't know? Which, I mean, I, I don't want to sound like it's, you know, I'm completely heartless in this, but um, I understand why they're trying to do it. But there are very thing, obvious things that seem to be kind of ham-handedly, you know, dealt with as far as why they're trusting enough to go through so much for this Logan guy. Mm-hmm. You went through that whole explanation. I don't want to rehash all that, but I'm just you know it, it, that part bothered me. A yeah, bit, I mean, I think I think the, the like Kim was saying the whole thing with the Logan thing was just that this was their last chance. They were starting to lose faith in the process that they were trying to do. Yeah. So they yeah. were desperate to make this work. But I'm sad to see that the kids decided to run off. They'll be back. Of course, they will be back. But I'm sad to see that they thought that they couldn't. Trust our group, um, and that they were better off on their own. I think it was smart. They saw the ship; ship it was going bad. I mean, they. I didn't say it wasn't smart. I just said I'm sad to see it (laughs) because I kind of agree with them. Right. Well, I mean, they saw the stuff was not working right. Yeah, they've been on their own for we don't know how long, and they've done pretty fine. Uh, Apparently, like the girl is super smart. She knows like what direction everything's happening. She was able to tell them, like, you know, things are cut off here and there. And then to say when they came across the the gut gang that this is not the only one we've seen. There's other ones out there. Mm -hmm. Right. And head tree. Oh, the head tree. That was pretty sweet. 
It was okay. <gasps> okay. All the clicking. Again, another scene they've shown a hundred times on the previews for the show. They, they they show all the best shit on the yeah, previews. Yeah, that's true. They, get, they do So have when to you hide. see them, it's kind of like, uh, okay, I've you seen You got to keep some stuff in your back pocket. You can't you can't show it all in the. No, it's no, terrible. No, no. I agree with that. I do agree with that. Yeah, you need some big... Because imagine how, like, shocking that would be to see it if you had never seen it in a preview. Right, exactly. I mean, yeah. it, it, as soon as they showed the, just the close-up of the guts and them coming down the street, I'm like, oh, here's the part with the heads. Yep. Okay, so I wah, avoided wah, all previews. Wah. So that was new to me, and I was like, oh my god, that's amazing. You did exactly. not see that there before then? No, I, I stayed away from everything. Kim's been in a closet for like two months. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's why she got sunburned. Yes. Yeah. No. And she's been acting really weird. Mm. <laughs> no, but that was a really cool scene for them to like wrap the guts around their necks and uh, string them out like they were with four walkers like that stretched There's across no the... way those guts are holding that. It no is a freaking zombie hell. show. They would have oh, disintegrated by then. I don't know about that. Yeah, they would. If they can hold your big lumpy poop, they can probably. If they make tennis rackets out of guts. Yeah. Oh my god, you guys are idiots. <laughs> Jesus. You love it. You yes. love it. Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> yes. I I, yes, I, I really do. liked um, speaking of the opening scene mm-hmm. with those two boys, and the brother was getting uh, what was his name? Uh, Dylan. Dylan was getting ready to take and a Max. shot. <laughs> And uh, Dylan said, is it going to be loud? And Max is like, no. <laughs> and then he goes, I know. Yeah, yeah, then he's is. like, actually, it's going to be a lot louder than anything you've heard. Like, even louder <laughs> than Dad's grill when it blew up. Yeah, I know. That was great. <laughs> Which, again, is the exact same scene when Carl was trying to shoot the deer in season three and ended up getting shot himself. Mm. Stop ruining it, Kim. Sorry. I did think, I did think that... Uh, that I'm hoping it was a little bit of a tribute, but in, instead of a knockoff. But having the engine still running from the plane was right out of Lost. Mm. Oh, with Al. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did not think about that. Yeah, the engine's still running and so forth. You can hear it. You hear it revving in the background. Yeah. And that's and very the reminiscent was of still what, going. Yeah, and that was reminiscent of Lost. Uh. That's a good catch, Scott. There have been quite a few people that are like, okay, so Al can do everything. Now she knows how to fly a plane. <laughs> That's what I kept saying. <laughs> and the, the, the kid's like, uh, are you a pilot? She's like, no, I'm a journalist. And I'm like, really? and he's like, really? and he's, but he said, well, now I know why you're wrecked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but you know, Strand also apparently is now a pilot. Yeah, so yes. what's what's the deal with Strand, Strand not being the co-pilot? Was Strand too drunk to be the know. co-pilot? Because they were because they were mad that he wasn't the co-pilot on that. Or Who she was, was mad. Maggie or Al. 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 Wrong show. Yeah, right. Maggie Gray. Um, but no, she was she was like, well, I was supposed to be. I wasn't supposed to be the only pilot. Mm. Oh, that's what she meant by that. Yeah. Okay. okay. I thought she yeah. was dogging on June at first. And that's why she said she said to Strand something on the radio about, well, you're going to have to fly this time. Right. Okay. So I'm wondering if Strand is was drunk or, or what. 
Because he was drinking a lot at the end of last season. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Fly. Good question. Good question. But uh, okay, uh, the other the other question I had was when Strand and the other two went out with the semi and stuff, were they supposed to be meeting them? And then they came back and found London or Lo- London Logan. Lo- they found Logan back there. No, I think they were um, out there d- delivering packages or whatever. That's all they were doing. Okay, yeah, so they yeah. weren't like actually on any other type of mission that was supposed to be connected right. with what they were doing. Right. No. Okay. Yeah, okay. and you could tell because Logan wasn't sure who was left in the building. Yeah. Right. When he went in there, he's calling out to see if anybody's still there and so forth. You kind of, you know, you kind of have a hard time arguing with Logan's thinking. I mean, that's his factory. I mean, no, I agree. You know, he's the owner of the place. Mm -hmm. He took it over without any bloodshed. Mm -hmm. He didn't hurt anybody. He put a bunch of supplies outside for them to have that they would need. Yeah. And he took it over. I mean, did he? I think he put it like all the toys out there. No, there was actually other stuff too. I saw food in there too when I was okay. looking the second time around. I did take a look at that, like you said, uh, or you know, and there was stuff like food and tools and stuff in there too. Vienna sausages. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even though he says he doesn't believe everything that um... Logan, no, C. Oh, Who's uh, the C? polar bear. Yeah, polar bear. Oh. What was yeah. his name though? Clayton. Uh, Something Cletus? like that. Cletus? No. Uh, Clay, I think you're right. I think it was something like Clayton. <laughs> it was Cletus. Anyways, so <laughs> even though he says he doesn't agree with what Polar Bear Bear's philosophy is, he actually does because he kind of ascribes to the take what you need, leave what you don't. Well, they, he put a sign on the box that he put out there that Strand was looking at. It said, yeah. take what you need and leave the rest. Right. You know, so... Right. And he didn't. He didn't commandeer everything in the. I have a feeling that they're going to coexist. I have a feeling that's going to happen too. They're going to have some sort of happy medium, Mm -hmm. and be able to get along. Yep. Because they don't want violence, and our people don't want violence. Yeah. They just do it if they have to. No, that's true. I I hadn't actually thought about that. I honestly kind of thought that they were going to move on from the place. No, it's too good of a place. No, no, no. They're going back. They're definitely going back. Totally. They're totally going back. Yeah, well, I mean, it's their, home base. Like it's, it's their house now, Yeah, you know? I mean, it's their house now. Yeah, yeah, that's what Alicia was saying. That's our home. Right. I mean, they can't just leave it. You they got to have movie night. And also, all of What's-Her-Face's Al's movies are back there. They got to have movie night. <laughs> exactly. exactly. And, and that's, that's the thing is, how does, how does Strand find the movie that Al tells him to find if it's at... Is it at the denim factory? And why? What is the? What's the importance of that specific movie? It's got the other plane. It's got it's the, the location of the other, other plane. plane. Okay, that was Skidmark, that was right? Skidmark. Which is Daniel. Daniel Skidmark. Gotcha. So he's gonna have to meet up with Stu, Daniel just to get the other news, one, hasn't it? it? It did actually just dawn on me that the connection. Yes. Okay. okay. Gotcha. But why is he Skidmark? We don't know. We don't okay. know that yet. Okay. I don't think. I don't think uh, Alan and. He got along very well. Gotcha. Because she was saying to him, well, you know, if this interview is going to work, you're going to have to answer a couple of questions. You know, so I don't think they were real. So I think Skidmark is the uh, is her derogatory name to him. Gotcha. Mm. Would be my guess. Or he had some Skidmarks after the Ooh. dam blew up. Possibly. <laughs> I don't... I don't know how you... Uh, Serenity now. <laughs> Serenity now. As a, I don't know Serenity as a reporter now. and or camera person you ferret that out. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> no, no, no. And I don't think that's one I want to explore. <laughs> Are y'all excited about Daniel coming back? Uh, or do you care? Uh, okay, um, yeah, uh, I, I'm excited just because it, I, I kind of see what happens. But I wasn't like... Gosh, I wish they would bring Daniel back. I wasn't either. <laughs> I still I, want them it's to funny bring. Because, uh, right, you hear people talking about it, and so forth. You know, like on TV and stuff. They're like, oh, "Daniel's back," and I'm like, "I forgot about the guy." Tell you the truth, I still uh, want him to bring that other kid back that was getting all the pudding and stuff from the first <laughs> season. <laughs> <laughs> the pudding. Oh my god! You know the what I'm talking guy? about? Yes. The, At the school? Yes, the, the kid. <laughs> that we, like, mentioned, like, for, like, two seasons yeah. that they should have that him come back. That we exactly. met at Walker's talking. Exactly. What was his name? Yes, that you met at Walker's talking. <laughs> <laughs> the Puddin' Kid. Uh, we just should call funny. him Puddin'. Yeah. Puddin'. When yeah. are they bringing Puddin' back? Yeah, I'm still waiting for, uh, what's her name? The chick from the plane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for her to show up again. Oh, that's hilarious. Um, <laughs> so I, I'm excited to see his character just because he just kind of fell off the face of the earth yeah, when that whole thing what, happened. Yeah, see what's going on. Yeah, but I'm not like, yay, it's Daniel. He's going well, to do I something mean, I amazing. Can, and I can already see that there's just going to be a whole bunch of conflict between him and Strand. Yeah. And it's, it's probably going to be feel like a rerun. Yeah. And I don't think I'm going to be particularly... Involved in that storyline, you I know, it's you just a, not going to capture me. Yeah. I bet you a hundred percent that Daniel's going to be like, "Why should I give you the plane? What have you done for me? What mm-hmm. are you going to do for you me? You left for me dead. You left me for dead. Yeah, you know. And then there's going to be that whole thing, and Daniel, yes. and whatever. And, and now, now, what I'll be interested to see is, um, I'll be interested to see if he meets up with Al again. That might Daniel? be kind of funny. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure he will because I think he's going to hook up with Strand again. Yeah. Like as a team. Well, I guess what I'm saying is I'm looking <laughs> Did you forward. As a Did you have to clarify couple. that? <laughs> I'm looking forward to him and Al talking again because I have a feeling Al's going to give him some shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, totally. so it'd be interesting. Well, if we ever see Al again, because she's like gone. Ah, she's back. Come on, give me a break. <laughs> he was taken by the tube guys. The tubers. <laughs> uh, what's that on you? It looks like duct tape and, and tubes. How do you see all the duct tape? <laughs> but that is the storyline that I'm most interested well, in. Well, how many times did Al take a swing at that, <laughs> that helmet with her knife? Oh, yeah, he kept trying to stab Before she finally figures out it's not working. Who's yeah. that guy's <laughs> made a nerf? But who do you, who do you think they are? Um, I would say they are probably nuclear plant people were sent in there for a cleanup or something. And that's, and they're probably, you know, of course, with that organization, what is it? CRM? Yeah. Have you heard the fan theories that, um, that group might've been the ones who started the apocalypse? I would say that there's probably a lot of people that have that theory. And I would say, uh, good luck (laughs) because they will not tell us what caused the apocalypse. Yeah. Well, I agree with you on that. But and then there's the theory, of course, that they are associated with uh, Rick 
and Jadis. Uh-huh. But that means that these people are in Texas as well as Virginia. Like, they're all over the place. Yes. Yes. And that seems a little far-fetched. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, who knows? I mean, uh, I, 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 you know, it seemed like Jadis's place was like an observation outpost. Mm-hmm. Because she, you know, she was, she had that one trailer that was really nice. Yeah. And she was communicating from there for, with them, but then she was living in the trash heap the rest of the time. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I would, I would, uh, I would assume that that place was really far away from where their base was. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, we still haven't figured out what what were the two terms that they used for the people that they were taking. A's and B's. A's and B's. Yeah, we still haven't figured out what all that shit's about. Um, A's supposedly is like people that were bitten, and mm-hmm. B's were not bitten. Yeah. So that's why she changed it at the last minute to say he was a A, right? I guess. So they would pick him up. Mm-hmm. Yes, but yeah, and then it, but that went into like the sanctuary, and that went into those. I know that was completely different, but still, you kept seeing the A B thing show up throughout like. All the different groups. Yeah, believe it or not, though, I'm I'm a lot less interested in finding out um, about that than I am in finding out what who is behind all the craziness happening around that mm-hmm. area. Yeah, yeah, what's the deal with the ra- with the radiation? Who's yeah. putting up the fences with the dead? You know, this kind of thing. those are the ones I'm more interested in. The one that the kid was insinuating. Same, because it's probably not Logan if he's the kind of person who doesn't want no. the confrontation. And so. why are they going to all this trouble to set all this up with the dead? Yeah. You know, what to, to scare to scare people off. Yeah. yeah. Because now when they landed that plane, when they crash landed the plane, so they actually landed on fences that were up, right? Yeah. So those yeah. were yeah. rather radiation Alicia fences. fell down on when she yes. got knocked down. Right. Right. Yes, that's what the plane hit. So they were right. actually standing up. But if it's that bad, why were those stupid kids out hunting for deer in that area? Well, uh, I think that was I think that was that was on the outside of the barrier. But they yeah they said they didn't go in there and the, but they also said they were stuck because all the roads were blocked and everything. Yeah, that's why she she was saying so. to the south they had the water from to the east and. West, it was uh, this, that signs. Those signs were there, so they were yeah. stuck in there. So she never said what was north, right? No, she no. She said on three she sides they it. had fencing or whatever, and on one side it was the water. There was oh, a washout. Okay. So yeah, they got they got completely stuck there somehow. Hmm. Yes, we get to find that part out. Had something to do with her parents. Right, right, right. Maybe they were in a hot air balloon. Up, up in the air with my beautiful, my beautiful balloon. Okay. On that note. On that note, I think we'll take a break. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be back in a minute.
All right, everybody, we're back. Uh, we're going to head right into our hits and misses for the show. Uh, Stuart, why don't you take us out? What was your What was your big hit of the show? My big hit of the show was when um, in the plane wreck. Mm-hmm. Don't you deep dare say it. What? Go ahead. Are you getting ready to take mine? The walker touching the face. Shit. She's. Do you want to explain a little bit? More? No, go, go ahead. ahead. Sure, sure hit. Come on now, somebody get it out. Because I, I want now I'm intrigued. The walker reaching up from the base yes. of the cab and yeah. touching her on the face. Touching June. June, yes, on the face. Yeah. And grabbing at her and she's just kind of like, uh, and waking up. I thought mm-hmm. that was a great scene. And in fact, I, I would say a lot of hits for, um, you know, a lot of the, the walker interactions. You read my notes. No, the walker interactions. No, I did not. Yeah, the walker details. Yes, Small yeah, there was a lot that of stuff that was going of, on in this was, episode. There was, there was. There was a yep. lot. It was great. Mm-hmm. And, um, I mean, you know, one-on-one fight stuff that was happening. Did you, you, did you of, see the of uh, detail of the walkers? Did you see the Johnny Depp walker? No. no. What was the Johnny Depp Hanging walker? in the tree? Shit, that sucks. I thought there was one. I was kind of hoping maybe you saw one. Was gonna oh, you suck. It. Okay, so yeah. you're just, like, completely bringing my discussion to a halt. I am. Thank I you. Am. Okay. So that would mean from Stu. Kim, what is your hit? <laughs> uh, my hit is the the walkers. <laughs> the walkers in the show. <laughs> oh, you read my notes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you suck, by the way. Because mine is the exact same as yours. I did not but look at your notes. I will just say that the walker hand on June's face was really cool because it's... You know, it's like that 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 feeling when water is dripping on your face, and you're trying to figure out what yeah. that is. Yeah, right. It's touching well, and you. Then and then she reached up and woke Al up the same way, and Al was like, uh, uh, yeah. "Yeah, it's like right." It was and how really can cool. you be that out of it when all this other stuff is happening? With well, they were in a freaking well, it's like no, crash. It's no, like I'm, being awakened by a dog licking your face. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. You know, when, when you're like, in a dream, there's like you don't know that. It's yeah, a you dog don't know that things are happening. Yeah. Right. Right. And then I also really loved the walkers that were strung across the road. on you or something. Oh, stop. Mm-hmm. The walkers that were strung across the road and the walker heads that were in the tree. I thought those were all brilliant. I loved them. Yeah. So that was my hit. Okay. Scott. Um, my hit was the plane crash in general. I thought it was really huh. cool. Interesting. Um, but I have to put a little stipulation on that. That thank you, AMC, for ruining it for me. By showing it to me a hundred times before I got to see it for real. <laughs> it would have been a really, really, really cool scene had I not known it was coming. Yes. True. But I did. So Okay. Okay, since I took away your hit, you go first with the miss. Okay. So my miss is simply that uh, the storyline from last season was... Pretty much almost just thrown away. Ah, that was my miss. Seriously? Yeah, pretty much. You totally read my notes then. No, not at all. (laughs) Well, guys, I got to agree with, I got to disagree with both of you. I don't feel like the storyline from last season was thrown away at all. She's not done yet. You didn't let me finish. Please do. My new miss is Scott interrupting you. (laughs) No, no. (laughs) I... (laughs) The look from Scott right now is my picturesque. my miss is more that they didn't develop 
the idea of them being helpful. That it was all about the bad parts of it. Like them not reaching out to anybody and not finding anybody that needed help and then been, being screwed over. In well, the I think that's, episode. yeah, but I think that that was, uh, the idea was to show that this, this saving Logan was a, was a desperation play on their part. Mm-hmm. I know that. I know things that. things didn't work out. I know. I just wanted to see some happiness. Well, there wasn't any. I know. Thank you. Kim, there was no happiness. Yeah. I'll take it a little bit farther. My my miss is a little bit more that once again <laughs> they utilize that that if if you try to have some sort of hope <laughs> hope heart you're that, that there is some some humanity time. out yeah. there yeah. then you're setting time. yourself up for failure. Correct. Um, and it will always be failure every time. You show some sort of empathy. Right. Amen, brother. Yeah, I mean, I maybe. I mean, there's there's quite a few examples of The Walking Dead and so forth where that did work out. I mean, you know, they befriended the kingdom. They befriend, befriend, befriended Hilltop. Well, um, but in this in this one, they've actually taken it a little farther and then saying, listen, we've been at this for, mm-hmm. again, two to four months. And it's never worked out. And this is right. the first time someone has reached out and and is actually out there communicating back to us and, and mm-hmm. saying that well, you know, I, they, I, they would appreciate this help. Yeah. And um, so we're putting all our eggs in this basket because this is our last right. Hail Mary that mm-hmm. we're going to help someone. And every time they end up in a community in this show, it bites them in the ass. There has not been a single community except for... The um, uh, I can't remember the name of it. The it's the Spanish one. Yeah. But anyways, the Hacienda. Colonia. Colonia. Yeah. Yeah. Colonia. That's the only one where the people <laughs> supported each other. <laughs> but there were still the, the bad guys in there the too. Yes. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, but that's the that's the lifeblood of this show. You know, they go somewhere and their their lovely plans fall apart. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, it's the same with what happened to Rick and gang when they went into the prison. I I think what the 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 stark contrast for where they left us in last season to where it is now, I think that's where it's like, whoa, okay, because when they left us last year, uh, it was I, a happy like, note. Yeah, it was like, oh, we found mm-hmm. the jewel. You know, we found right. the place to be, and I honestly was kind of disappointed that they're like, oh, wow, they have everything's figured out now. Yeah, mm-hmm. this is yep. what you know. This is where they're going to be to help people out. That's not where the show ever goes, right? Mm-hmm. So the writers had to completely kibosh that. Well, I think that was probably always their intent. So, what was your miss? Um, my miss was, to me, was kind of humorous. Was uh, the when um, Wendell Strand, Sarah, and the kid came back to the Charlie. mill. Mm-hmm. Charlie, thank you. Um, and the guys had taken over the mill. They all pulled up to it, got out of their vehicles, and just stood there and sh- and brandished their guns at these guys, standing in the wide open, horribly outgunned. Mm-hmm. And you know, they had to get Wendell in his wheelchair, too, at some point. <laughs> so yes. I, I, I'm looking at this, and I'm going... 
why the hell would you do that? Why would you mm-hmm. just be standing out there pointing pistols at a bunch of guys with rifles? Right. And you're not even hiding behind anything. Wasn't the scene after that that they went to go hang out and try and figure out yeah. what was going on and Wendell yeah. was there out there drinking beer? Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It's, I was kind of like, that was such a weird reaction. I, I couldn't believe that he even got out of the vehicle. I know. I know. Why would you they not just back up. up and got the hell out of there? You know, uh, yeah. So I, to me, it was just such a silly scene, and uh, and it, it, I did crack up um, out in the open and horribly outgunned. For sure. Well, let's see what our listeners had to say about it. Let's see. Laura Lavarnway said, "I liked it and ready to see how uh, they wrap it all together." Another Lavarnway. Hmm. <laughs> Emmeline Veltkamp said, so excited to be back in the Walking Dead universe. I thought the premiere was good. Okay, if I'm being totally honest, Matt Frewer showing up could make me like even the worst of episodes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Does that mean you did not like this episode except for the fact that he showed up? Yes. Ah, that's sad. Okay, Joe Johnson said, this episode made me feel like I missed an episode or something. Was there a time jump? Yes, there was, Joe. Where and when the hell did they get a plane? <laughs> That's a good question, too. Where did this initial plane come from? Well, you know, one, uh, one I, I'm going to jump in real quick. Uh, I was talking to my friend at work, Melissa, about it, and she said, well, not only that they got a plane, where did they get the fuel for it? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's special fuel. That's special fuel. That's not just gasoline. Right. Hmm, Interesting. Why would you send 90% of your team on a plane to rescue one dude? Thank you, Joe. Yes. Why? Okay, this is another quote from Joe. Why the fuck won't the kids tell them what danger is surrounding them? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Still love the show and glad you guys and gal are back. P.S. Fuck the kids. (laughs) (laughs) See, that's what Cash Cash always says. And he's actually very, I mean, he's got kids and he's very, but he's always like, when there are kids on these shows, mm-hmm. kids always screw everything up. That's what I say, right. too. Yeah. They're cute, but they don't know shit. But these kids had it together. They were these like, kids yeah. knew more about what was going on than they did. Yeah, they yeah. were like, wait, don't you realize you shouldn't be doing that? They're just like, world? hey, this is a trap. We're leaving. Adios. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bye-bye, everybody. Totally. Um, Pam Moore said, good start, new bad guys mystery, and Daniel back. About time. Yes. Mark LaVarnway said, I'm hoping it gets better. <laughs> a little discombobulated, but it, uh, but I see it looks to be coming together for the next week in the preview. Yeah, I, you we know, can only I, hope. There, are, there are a lot of things that are kind of laid out in this episode that are, uh, we'll see what comes to fruition in the next few episodes, but. Agreed. I don't know. It should, it should be very fun. Chris at Cute Poison 10 said, when did, quote, I can do anything, unquote, journalist Al become a bloody pilot? Sometimes this show is very far-fetched. Logan not seen enough of him yet. I don't feel June and John's chemistry. I agree. I hope Scott Gimple does not ruin this show. Fear the Walking Dead. How do you think Strand and Daniel will get on together this season? Uh, They're going to fight. <laughs> yes, they are. It'll be but the same old, same old. They will be working together at some point. All right, thank you everyone for submitting your listener feedback. There's a lot of shows actually on TV right now, so we wanted to talk about a few of those before we head into what's happening next week on Fear. Um, 
So Nosferatu just debuted the same night as Fear of the Walking Dead. Yes. Scott and I are pretty excited about that one. Which is based Uh on? Nosferatu, the book by Joe Uh Hill, son Uh of Stephen King, the King of Horror. That's right. And uh, I don't, you said you missed it, but it's the first time that one of Stephen King's characters has been mentioned in somebody else's books. Is it? Yeah. Supposedly, Wait, as a real character, Pennywise. not as a reference to be a, not as a pop culture reference. Where was Penny Ro- uh, Pennywise mentioned? Pennywise was on in the, the map. P- he was on the map that he was looking at the the thinnies, uh, the areas between dimensions. Huh. And okay. one of them was Pennywise was one of the areas where you could go through. Oh, I did not realize that. Yep. There were a couple of different references apparently to Wait, was this books. was this in the show or this is in the book? Both. Okay. When was it in the show? The, what, like you said, the thinnies. That's he, what... Uh, the, the, where the, where the, uh, uh, the walls between the dimensions get thinner and you can go through. Oh, okay. Okay. So the that's, bridge, that's, the bridge that's is where the bridges show up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the bridge okay. shows up on the map. It's actually, you see other ones on the map and then the bridge all of a sudden appears. Oh, okay. And above it, you'll see Pennywise's town or something like that. That's that was that Pennywise's happens. circus or something. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, thought that was pretty cool. Um, the show in general, I thought was pretty good. Um, I think the girl that they have playing the main character is very good. Yeah, I like she her. did a really good job. The guy who plays her dad, I always liked that guy. I did uh, too. He's a really good actor, and and uh, he did a really good job in this. I hope he's not gone from the story too much. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I thought they did a really good, I really good job. It's a good start. We'll see. Mm-hmm. And I guess Nosferatu, the main, the driver guy, yes, uh, was uh, originally in Heroes. Right. It's like the bad yes. guy in yes, Heroes. Yes, that's um, um, oh, what's his name? <laughs> Which he's he was great in that. Yeah, he was yeah, also he played was. Spock in the Star Trek movies. Yeah, oh, that's right. That's right. Yep, yep, yep. that's right. Um, he, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but he was really good. The kid was. Pretty good too, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it definitely had that that Stephen King feel. It has also. It's. Um, I'm not sure how much I like the odd camera angles. It it has a lot of like camera oh, just angles, like really, which is uh, yeah, really yeah, tight, exaggerated. In. Yeah, angles. exaggerated angles and and really tight in on the person. You know, I don't know. I I, I I'll just wait and see. I'll hold. Well, you're trying to give that, that uncomfortable feeling. I think. Yeah, well, it was definitely uncomfortable. Yeah, well, there you go. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right, and so how many episodes are there supposed to be? Ten? Something like that. And I, I thought it was great start. I did not read the book. Of mm-hmm. the three of us, I was the only one that had not read those stories, and I thought it was, I thought it was great. Yeah. So, yeah, they did a great job with the bridge and so forth. And, and I love the way that when, the, when she burst through the bridge to the, uh, to the diner, and the guy standing taking out the trash goes, she says something like, you, so you see that? And he goes, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. That was kind of like um, 112362 or, or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it his story about Kennedy. Well, that's, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying. Like, like yeah, with, with, um, uh, with Stephen King, there's, it's not just horror. There's like, no. you know, there's, a, yeah, there's this certain Most science fiction kind of like. Well, for Stephen yeah. King, yeah, a lot of it is, is right. I mean, horror is, is secondary to a lot of exactly. his stories. Yes. It's the characters right. that are the, are the top. Yes. Yeah. Joe Hill writes very much like his dad, though. Yes. 
-hmm. There's a lot of influence A little bit there. softer yeah. than his dad writes. Um, yeah. Not as... His stuff isn't as jarring as his dad's could be. Right. I mean, the one thing like, that always made Stephen King stand out to me is like reading when I read The Stand. And the fact that two chapters before something happened, he would make a quick statement. Like uh, when he was talking about Nick Andros dying. He talks about he's Nick Andrews is in a conversation with somebody, and then he ends the chapter with that was the last time Nick Andrews would ever talk to anybody or something yeah. like that, you know. And then you'd go two more chapters before you get back to find out what happened to Nick Andrews, yeah. mm -hmm. you know. And it's that kind of a jarring statement that he would throw in there. I don't think Joe's quite got that yet, but Joe is more of the he's more of the um, Twitter generation. He is uh -huh. much more into, he's very much into like comic book development and the video aspects of things and so forth like that. Like lock so his and key. Yeah, his stuff tends to fall more in that kind of kind of a thing. Yeah. That and kind of a genre. With lock and key, it was very subtle about how the story was evolving. There was nothing that was like in your face. Mm -hmm. It all just kind of, it was like more like fluid development. Right. Instead of like, hmm. Mm -hmm. And then, and then there was a comic book about that one too. Right, and, he developed um, it into a comic book. Yeah, and also uh, horns was another one that he wrote yeah, about. That the, was a, that was the a rock really star who starts growing horns out of his head. Yes, I and love is that book. Turning into the devil, and um, but that was also very you know it it was a little reminiscent of um, the dead zone and so forth in the way that it kind of just happened a little bit at a time, but it was so. Um, it was so much modern rock and roll involved yeah. with it and so forth that, you know, it's not the kind of stuff Stephen King would have done. So he's definitely got a unique voice to him. And then there's a, uh, I think Lock and Key is going to be developed into a show soon yeah. on mm -hmm. Netflix, maybe. So um, Nosferatu is on AMC. Another yeah. one that Stuart and I watched recently was Black Summer on Netflix. Hmm. Yeah, I saw that. that. Yeah, I saw that. So that's the new zombie show that's on Netflix. It's I think it's 10 episodes. And mm -hmm. it's kind of campy, but it's not like Z Nation campy. Yeah. So it's not annoyingly I, I, stupid. <laughs> Which everybody that listens to our podcast, a lot of people always say, God, why are you guys so down on Z Nation? I can't stand Z Nation. Let me <laughs> just I, say that. Honestly, well, I, I've never I really did. watched Z Nation the myself. The first so. episode was good. That's it. Michael from Lost was on it. That but, I it. mean, I think part of the entertainment is the fact that it's campy with that show. Well, it is. That's that yeah. show is for that show is made for the um, what's his the Evil Dead guy. Yes, and, yeah, yeah, and and the Sharknado crowd and stuff. Oh, like it's that. totally that's, a Sharknado crowd. That's that's definitely what that's for. Um, now, the one you're talking about, Dark Summer, Black Summer, or Black Summer, whatever. Um, <laughs> I didn't I didn't see it as campy so much as I just saw it as. Um, but low Amateur. rent. There was no. There was. It was just people on the run, and the, and there just wasn't much of a really strong intertwining story involved here. It's just people on the run, and but that's why I liked it. I didn't. I. I mean, I. There was very little <laughs> character development. I don't need the character development. I just wanted to see what yeah, people. Yeah, because they were be like, yeah, they were at the beginning of the apocalypse, they were killing characters off like, yeah. But I mean, when they right. killed the deaf guy Which, off, I was just like, really? Yeah, they just but, spend a time. That was the one character they actually spent some time on, and then they kill him. 
Yeah, but there was there was some realism to that, though. Yeah, it's like there's there's just because you become an interesting character doesn't mean you're going to survive. Yeah, the only problem is, is that was the only one that they developed. Uh huh. I know. I understand what and you're saying. And then they killed him, and it was so obvious that they developed the character to kill them. I mean, it was so. Yeah. It was it was very but predictable when it ended. That was where I was like, "Oh crap!" Okay, that's what. Like, I, I was not that um, disappointed by any of the entire series until the end, and I was like, "Oh, really? That was it?" Well, you know what? It, it's because kind that of, was like a ten. The last show was like ten minutes long. That's what I was gonna say. The the kind of the yeah. saving <laughs> grace of the whole thing was that each episode was only about thirty minutes. Yes. Yeah. And so it didn't get overwhelmingly annoying. But yes. it didn't. Yeah, that's because there was true. a lot of running and racing. I will tell and you like, this. <laughs> but it definitely wasn't one of those where um, I really was sitting there going, "Oh, should I watch another half hour?" No, it was pretty much when it was over. I was ready to move on to something else. Oh, see, we were the by. opposite. No, no, we I were wasn't. like, "Oh, let's keep watching." No, we watched it in like two or three days. Yeah, I thought I mean, the car chases were good. I thought that mm-hmm. that stuff was fun and so forth. But it's just, yeah, it's, no, it's not for me. I'll pass. All um, right. How well, about now? Did you guy? Did you watch the rain? No. What mm. is that on? That is Netflix. Um, okay. It's actually a Danish series that w- that was made about the end of the world. There's a rain that um, kills everybody. In essence, okay. That sounds and, like a Stephen King story too. Yeah, and it's um, it's actually really well done. The, the biggest problem I had with it, it was dubbed in English. Uh, and I've heard I've heard interviews with the actors. They actually speak pretty good English. They should have just let them use English. Yeah. But, um, it, and I thought maybe they did it because they were going to show it in Danish, you know, like that. And then I found out there is no Danish version of it. It's just huh. one made for Netflix that's dubbed. So, I, yeah, it's very, it's kind of strange, but it's, it's got very good characters, um, good character development, uh, great acting. Um, hmm. and, uh, anyway, if you get a chance to see it, it's on season two now. Okay. The and, rain. Uh, the rain. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's pretty good. And so now we've got coming out good omens. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's have you, on what have you is seen that it? on? Nope. That is on, uh, Amazon prime. Amazon Prime, right? Yep. I've watched the first three episodes. Um, not as good as the book. Okay. Sadly. The book, I, have the you book read the book? book? It's Neil Gaiman's, yeah. right? Yeah, Neil Gaiman and Terry Pratchett. Yeah. Terry Pratchett's the one who created Discworld and all those stories. I have um, not read the book. Okay. There is a, one of the underlying themes to this is a lot of this stuff is predicted. There was one, one uh witch in the past that had predicted the future and everybody else was second compared to her um her name was agnes nutter and so like nostradamus and all these were like nothing compared to this woman and her predictions Mm -hmm. but most of the way through the book you have the book is really like the horrors um answer to hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy Mm. Okay, and Agnes Nutter's uh, prophecy, good and happy prophecies, or whatever they were called, um, kind of had the underlying story in this thing. But the book spent so much time kind of going off like they did in, in um, Hitchhiker's Guide on these interesting little tangents. It would just mm-hmm. kind of wander off on these crazy little tangents and stuff like that, you know, where they would discuss why the towel was around and things like that. 
in this, they um, the, there's the, the premise is there's two central characters. One is a demon and one is an angel. And they find out that the apocalypse is coming. And they kind of like Earth the way it is. <laughs> so they decide to team up and, and stop the apocalypse okay. from happening. Um, two great actors. Uh, um, one is uh, David Tennant plays the devil. No way. And, um, and, uh, From oh, Doctor wow, Who. His... Yep. And I have to look it up, guys. He, he, but a great British actor. He's hilarious. Um, plays the angel. And uh, so they're, this is all about their coming together throughout history and helping each other out. And then now that they're trying to stop this. But they don't spend as much time going off on the zany, zaniness of the, of the uh, predictions and mm-hmm. so forth. And that's kind of what I wanted to see a little bit more of. They have some of it in there, but not, not near enough. Um, okay. So, uh, so far I've been a little disappointed Especially with the cast, I really was expecting a, a really top-notch thing. What's it called again? Good, Good, Good Omens. Omens. Good Omens, right. So if uh-huh. you had never read the book before, would you recommend it? I would, yeah, I would say watch it. Uh, I, would f- I would definitely recommend reading the book. Okay. The book is fantastic. It really is. It's one of, my, it's one of the funniest books I've ever read. It's really great. For everyone that does not know, when Scott says, yeah, it's okay, that's usually a five-star rating. <laughs> yes it is yes it is that's uh, kind of how it was when they said how was your wedding and I went eh. uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was really excited um, now the one I'm excited about more than anything is that um, they just released um, information that um, I believe it is Netflix or Prime no 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 it's no it's CBS All Access that's what it is their new um their new online service. Yeah, yes. their yeah, new yeah. service. Right. Um, which they've already done some really good stuff. If you haven't watched yeah, the, like uh, Star Trek. the Star Trek series that's on that has been fantastic. They did really one of the best I've seen hmm. in a long time. Which we have not been able to see yet. Yeah. Get a free trial and watch it and then dump it. Um, but they but they really do. You can see they're investing a lot in their production value. Anyway, they signed Josh Booth, who did... Um, Oh shit! What was it? Stars in their eyes, or, or something? That love story movie and some other stuff. He's going to be um, directing the stand, Stephen oh, King's The Stand. Right. Um, Very cool. There's going to be ten ten episodes, and they're, okay, so they're doing it on the CBS channel. Okay. Yep. And they've already given it an R rating. Okay. Oh, good. Not, Interesting. They're not dumbing this one down. They're not. They're going all out on this thing. And they huh, said that the, the production values are going to be bet, as good as anything that Netflix or any of these others have done. <laughs> um, How many times have, has that mo- that story tried to become <clears throat> life? <laughs> at least two times. Yeah, Is I mean, it two you or know, three? We, it's got to be three at least by now. Because right? Matthew McConaughey was in the latest version. And Ma- Matthew McConaughey has been talked about that he's going to play Randall Flagg in this. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. So he'll be coming back as Randall Flagg. Um, yeah, you know this thing. This thing has been, you know, they went back and forth with with Ron Howard about doing a, the Dark Tower. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then they talked about Ron Howard wanted to do the Stand, and originally it was meant to be a three part move, three movies like Peter Jackson did of the Lord of the Rings. Right. Um, with uh, cable network um series that played off of some of the minor characters in the stories 
they couldn't pull all that off, and it all and then it in the end it ended up just being that one Dark Tower movie, which was kind of disappointing. Yeah, um, totally. So yeah, they've been trying to get this thing put together for quite a while, but now it's happening. They're in production. I don't know who the cast is going to be or anything yet, um, other than like I said, they talked about Matthew McConaughey. Uh, maybe he's going to come back and be uh, Randall Flagg, mm-hmm. um, who was the Dark Man in the Dark Tower story, stories. Um, we'll just have to we'll have to see. But I'm very excited that they're finally getting around to this because this is you know outside Years of Salem's Lot, this is Stephen King's greatest book. Yes, yeah. it is. All right, that sounds cool. And then we've got Stranger Things three coming in one month. They've announced it finally that it's coming out in July. And then, of course, the Rick movie, Rick Grimes movie, is filming already, mm-hmm. but we don't know when it's coming out yet. Oh, and then there's the um, uh, the new zombie flick coming out with... Um, yeah, with Bill Murray. Bill Murray, yes. Yeah, that's comedy. coming right. out Right, soon. comedy. Zombies That'll don't be, die or something. Yeah, or whatever. that's going to that be looks hilarious. hilarious. Yep. That's yeah. going to be great. Yeah, so lots really of good fun. stuff coming out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm and excited. if you haven't, you know, on a different vein, but if you haven't seen um, Hulu's adaptation of Catch-22. Oh, yeah, we started watching that. Started That's watching really that good. It it's is. really good. It is. Especially if you're a real fan of the book. I think it yep. sticks more to the book than the movie did. Yeah. Um, it's and, really good so far. Yeah. Yeah, it's really what. I think well we're on, done. how many, we've only watched two episodes maybe? Yeah, I think I'm on episode three or four. Yes. So. Yep. Yep, so some good stuff out there, good quality stuff. Yeah, good way to waste your summer. Exactly. <laughs> good way to beat the heat. That's right, when you're all burned to hell on your first day of your vacation. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Okay. Next week on Fear the Walking Dead, Season 5, Episode 2, The Hurt That Will Happen. Morgan and Alicia meet a survivor. The group struggles to achieve their goal. Strand makes contact. With aliens? No. Mm, no. Salazar. With, oh, is that who it is? I was going to say, I, th- I thought he was going to make contact with Elvis. Did you see, um, did you see him on the, on the uh, what, what's his name, uh, after show? Who? Uh, uh, Har- Strand. Come on to me. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> with those stupid ass glasses on. Those no, red glasses. Oh, he was styling, man. What are you oh, about? God, give me a break, will you? Come on. God, he was man. on NPR, too, actually, because I he guess was, he's, he's been in... He's really trying to be uh, Elton John now. Oh, um, yeah, well, yeah, no, it was hilarious. He was on NPR, and he, uh, mm-hmm. they were asking he's him about... He's on how, everything, Stuart. He was on a... Uh, he's in another movie, and they were asking him about um, his uh, character, who was, like, just a dad, just a normal dad, and he was like... Uh, yeah, it was a little of a, it was a stretch for me, because normally my <laughs> character is much more flamboyant. <laughs> and here I just had to be a dad. Yeah, exactly. So. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome to hear him on there, though. I almost, I almost started laughing, though, when they were introducing who their panel was going to be that night. And I went, and I always went, and Coleman Domingo, because I knew exactly it was going to be on there, because he's always on there. Nothing wrong with that. He's yeah. awesome. He might actually start uh, doing the show. Like I, I think so. It, I, think. I think he owns the couch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Write to us, if you can, at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. 
Write to us on Twitter at Fear Me Podcast and on Facebook at facebook.com slash fearmepodcast. We want to hear everything that you have to say about the episodes. The hurt um, that will happen. <laughs> the hurt that will happen. Yes. <laughs> Tell us about any cool shows you're watching this summer. And we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening. Good night. Good night, everybody.